Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Hey, Dan, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, sir. Good. How are you? I'm good. Enjoying playing this one again. I haven't seen you break out that guitar in a while. Yeah, well, it was tuned. Normally, I tune it down a half step, and then I drop tune from there, and I play it in one of the bands that I'm in uh, in that tuning. But so oftentimes, the, the strings are set up for that kind of tuning. And there's still those strings on here right now. So they're a little they're a little thicker than I normally would play in standard tuning. But so often I'll have a guitar that I'll tune a certain way, and then I only use it for that band and those rehearsals and those songs. And then it just sits there and it collects dust in between the mm-hmm. rehearsals and stuff like that. And then I feel bad. So I hear you, man. Well, it sounds great. And yeah, it's a fun uh, guitar to play. Reverse headstock. It's cool. Yeah. Um, man, dude, thanks for being here. And I want to thank everybody for joining us as you're kind of uh, coming in here and trickling in as we're starting this live session. I want to thank all of you for being here. Great privilege every single time that uh, Steve and I do one of these and we see that anybody shows up. It's like, yes, somebody came to see us. Yep. We're not going to be alone. The running joke with Steve and I is, if nobody shows up, you and I'll have a you and yeah. I'll have a little live session. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. So, um, hey guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, showing up, taking your time to be with us. And listen, if you want to learn some blues guitar, keep watching. If you want to learn it even faster, check out Steve's new course. It's called Blues Guitar by Steve Stein, and it's available at guitarzoom.com everything we're doing in the blues guitar workshop series guys is related to steve's new course blues guitar we've done a lot of these sessions already if you missed any of the previous blues guitar workshop series all you got to do is go to the guitar zoom youtube channel click on playlists and you'll see there's a playlist there that we put all of the live recordings we save them as a video and we put them there for you on youtube uh, so that you can go back and watch them at your leisure. Leisure? Leisure? Pleasure? Leisure? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. So, look, if you got any questions, pop them in the old comments box. Um, you can always reach out to us also to our support group if you have any questions about the course or anything like that. It's uh, We have a nice group of people over there who will happily help you choose the right course for you. Or maybe you're watching this, you're like, I don't know about blues guitar or whatever. I, I was checking out Steve's Blues Licks course or the Masterclass series or something. You can always send an email to support at guitarzoom.com and uh, they can help you choose the right course. Oh, and I forgot we have the Help Me Choose feature, Steve. That's sort of, well, it's not that recent, but people really like that thing. Uh, the help me choose, you can go to the website. I think you click on help me choose. And then there's like this quiz thing that Steve put together for you that says, you know, are you a beginner? Or you're not a beginner play electric only acoustic only or both. And you go through this little series of questions and it says, here's the course for you. Um, 
just a couple of resources there for you. So anyway, Blues Guitar Workshop, all related to Steve's new course, Blues Guitar by Steve Stein, available at guitarzoom.com. Steve, today we're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, I have this written down. It is playing the 12-bar blues in any key. Which I would think would be kind of an important skill to learn. <laughs> yeah, I saw from our last session, I saw there was a number of questions about this that maybe I didn't go far enough into. So I thought it'd make for a perfect discussion is just understanding that your chords, your scales, all those things are all simply movable. That's the beautiful thing about the construct of the way the guitar is set up um is that everything is movable so if you were playing 12 bar blues let's say in the key of a right again whether you're playing a major or a minor or it doesn't matter whatever it is you're doing so if i was using a7 and d7 and e7 and remember we talked about how i was calling it a one four five and i went a b c d e one four five a d and e are my three chords i'm using a d e which would be the first chord in the key of a the fourth chord in the key of a and the fifth chord in the key of A. Well, the cool thing about guitar is that if I wanted to play in the key of G, I could simply move down to G and play the same shape. One, four, five. Or seventh chords. One, four, five. Now, how does that work? Well, if I was in the key of G, G, A, B, C, D. G, C, D. Right? So, Again, you know, you have to know that, you know, the guitar only has the notes A, B, C, D, E, F, and G on it. It doesn't have an H or an L or a Q or something like that. Um, but just trust me when I say, you know, when I was learning this stuff, again, I didn't understand my theory, but I understand visualization. So if I went one, four, five, that shape, if I moved down to G and played the exact same shape, it would have the same function. It would just be lower in pitch. Or if I went down to F. So I can play in any key, and this is going to be the, the one in the key of F. This is going to be the four in the key of F. This is going to be the five in the key of F. And I like to teach people that because oftentimes, especially if you don't really know all your theory, if you're using my thing here of going G, A, B, C, D, and I say, okay, so play a one, four, five in the key of F, you'd go F, G, A, B, C, F, B, C. Well, it's not F, B, C, right? It's F, B flat, C. So that's one of those situations where it's you actually can find it oftentimes faster on your guitar than you can figure it out in your head in terms of the, the, the right theory. And don't, don't feel bad about that. That's okay. It's okay to be able to look at your guitar and figure out what the answer is. Um, just like a piano player might look at the piano and figure out what an answer is. So that's what we're doing here is learning that, that idea of the one, the four, and the five Again, regardless if you're playing it in seventh chords or minor or whatever, they're all movable anywhere you want to go on the guitar. So if you choose a really weird key, like let's say you choose the key of B flat and you're going to want to play a 12 bar blues. Well, you've got to know where B flat is on the sixth string. So, you know, F, F sharp, G, G sharp, A, A sharp, B. Okay, so there's B, so B flat, right? So I'd go back one from B and that's where my one would be. My four would be underneath me and my five would be two frets higher. And the nice thing about all of that is, is your scales work the same way. So if you wanted to play a B flat minor pentatonic scale, even though that sounds really complicating, you would find B flat. And again, you'd have to know the notes on your sixth string, right? I mean, you gotta have some knowledge of, of how this works. And you'd go to that B flat, you play your, 
the beautiful thing about that minor pentatonic scale that we're learning right now, this shape, is that it's movable. Anywhere you go, it's going to look the same. So if I want to play in G minor, I'm going to move down to G. I'm going to play the same thing. If I want to play in F minor, I'm going to move down to F. So any of that information is movable anywhere you want to go in any key. That is really cool. Yeah. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. One of the things that um, Steve and I noticed is that some of the questions and comments in, on, in this blues guitar workshop series that we're doing for you here is like, how do you play a G pentatonic or how do you play an A pentatonic or how do you play a 12 bar blues in A? How do you play? An, it's like, that's the whole point of this particular session, guys, is that you need to understand that once you got that 12 bar blues, that form that he's showing you, the one, four, and five, it goes anywhere. All you got to do is choose your string. And even if you don't even know the actual note that it is, that form never changes. You could play it on the 12th fret. Start on the 12th right. fret and it's the same if, form. If you devoid your brain of black and white keys on a piano or sharps and flats in a key, if you, if you kind of blank that out and just understand in a general sense, if you're in the key of G and you're doing, you know, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, right? You're singing do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. And you move to G sharp and you sing do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. You're doing the same thing you did in G. You're just doing it a little higher, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you want to do B, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, you're just moving up to B and doing the same thing. Now, when you do that, of course, in the background, the notes are changing and all this sort of thing is happening. But on the top side, it's just do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do is happening in whatever key you want to put it in, right? So that's the thing to remember is that, you know, if you're doing, if somebody said, hey, let's play blues in F, and you're like, oh my gosh, I've never played in blues in F in my life. You, yeah, you have, because you've played any key that you've ever played in, all you're going to do is move down to F and play one, four, and five, and then your minor pentatonic. Now, needless to say, all of these concepts can be expanded. F minor pentatonic doesn't just exist at the first fret. It's all over the fretboard. Just like G is all over the fretboard and D is all, but these are all concepts that you have to work your, your way into, right? I mean, I can play one chords, if I was playing one, four, five in the key of G, I can play G other places on the guitar. It doesn't have to be at the third fret here, right? I could play G all over the guitar. But again, those are, I don't want to say advanced, but they're advanced concepts from where we are right now. And this is where I always caution people, if you don't know how to play, you know, if you don't know level one, don't try and do level, level seven, because there's all this stuff in between that you're going to excitedly go to level seven and go, oh, this is really great. But then there's all these things missing in between where you're going to go, at some point, your, your brain's going to go, I'm missing information here. I, I, I'm not putting this together. 
and mm-hmm. then your comfort goes away and your confidence goes away and your understanding goes away. And so that's why you always want to start with just something very straightforward and, um, and understand the idea. So if you want to play, I mean, a great thing to do is just, just think about it in your head. If you wanted to play 12 bar blues in the key of D, the first thing you'd have to do is you'd have to know where D is on the sixth string. And then you can plug your four in underneath and your five two frets higher. Now the second thing, I should say the third thing really is, if you wanted to explain to somebody what you are playing, you would have to know what the chords are or the notes are on the fifth string as well, right? Because you'd have to know this is a D and this is a G and this is an A. To explain it to somebody, it doesn't mean you couldn't play it. You could play it without without understanding anything about it. But if you want to tell your buddy, hey, you know, the 12 bar blues in the key of D is D and G and A, right? You'd have to know what those notes are. because And I know this because, again, when I was a kid and I was learning power chords and bar chords, I could learn songs by ear. I had uh, a really good ability, and I still do, of figuring out things by ear. So I could figure out songs, you know, whatever they are. Right? And again, I'm playing it wrong so YouTube doesn't block me, right? But I could figure out a song, but that doesn't mean I knew what all the things were I was playing, but I could memorize by visualization. I could memorize by how many, you know, frets they were apart and what it looked like. And I've always had this construct in my brain of visualization of, which I think most guitar players do versus maybe some other instruments, but they build these shapes. Like everything that you do builds these various shapes. So this one, four, five is a, a shape collection, right? Of three different things. And I just plug it in wherever I want to go. And I can play my blues there. And then I take the shape collection of pentatonic, plug that in there as well. And I'm not saying that learning the notes and learning the theory behind them, I'm not saying those things aren't important. What I'm saying is there, you have to do things in a, a logical order. Hmm. Oh, that's great stuff, dude. I was just thinking about uh, one thing that might help people uh, resource that they may or may not know about is your course, Unlocking the Fretboard Connection. Guys, that's one of the best-selling courses Steve's ever done, and it continues to sell every single day at guitarzoom.com. It's just one of those courses that people absolutely love. The reviews are insane, and it really opens people's mind up to understanding how the diatonic scale and the pentatonic scale fit and link together all the way across the fretboard. Uh, which would be, you know, if that's something that you're interested in, that's a resource that we have available for you at Guitar Zoom. That's called Unlocking the Fretboard Connection. I just thought about that as you were talking about those moving around the fretboard and you got to at least know the notes on your six string, for example, and then visualizing how those patterns go together and all of that. Um, the Blues Guitar Workshop series that we're doing, guys, for you today, obviously is about, mo- I don't want to say the modulation. It's about uh, being able to, to play the 12 bar blues in any key just using that visual technique of the one four five steve showed you there and then it applies to the pentatonic scale as well everything that steve's talked about today is um in his new guitar course is called blues guitar by steve stein and it's available at guitarzoom.com we've done a lot of these uh workshop series for you guys we've done so basic soloing where steve talked about the tools you need 
the touch and the tone to create a basic blues solo. We've talked about the blues scale. We've talked about minor blues. We talked about major blues. Today we talked about um, pay, playing blues in any old key that you want. How these fret, uh, how these chord uh, progressions are totally modular. You can, or they're totally uh, movable. And also the pentatonic scale and how it can be moved into any position. And uh, we have some more series prepared for you that we're going to be doing live. So if you'd like to get notification of that or notice of that, <laughs> click subscribe and click the old notify button. And um, you'll get a little notice, a little alert. Hey, we're going live. We try to do them at the same time. Can't always do it at the same time, but we try to be consistent for you. And of course, all of them will be saved for you in a nice, tidy playlist at the Guitar Zoom YouTube channel. If you enjoy this session, uh, you might want to check out Steve's course, Blues, Blues Guitar by Steve Stein at GuitarZoom.com. Steve, what else do you want to add to this, my friend? I think that's enough. I think it is too. Guys, thanks again for being here. Really appreciate you. We'll see you in the next session. See ya. Awesome. Take care, everybody. Talk to you soon, Dan. See you, bud. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. So we've talked a lot about the, the first thing we talked about in these uh, sessions is minor pentatonic. And the reason is, is because we talk about like if we wanted a minor pentatonic, we put our first finger on a and we play pentatonic. And this is what I first learned. And, and uh, when I first started learning scales and all that sort of thing, Many, many years ago, I learned minor pentatonic and then I learned 12 bar blues, right? So I learned A7 and D7 and E7, which again, we talked about all that. But there was always a disconnect in my brain as to why I was playing something called minor over something called major. Mm. And, and I never understood why, right? And it wasn't until later that I, I did understand why. But that's why I want to kind of get into this conversation with you a little bit is in the rock and roll blues world, and I've always told people that if we always went by logical theory, if everything that we learned was from the book, rock and roll wouldn't exist. Blues wouldn't <laughs> exist because there's, there's things about them that just don't really make sense. And we can try and define them and all these sorts of things. But the truth is, is that they just, it's more about sound than it is about logic. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.